Hey, Harmony, what do you have there? Well, it looks like a Frisbee. I've never seen anything like it, and it doesn't look like a Frisbee. It's round, flat, has grooves, a hole in the middle, and it has a sticker that says Elvis Double Trouble on it, and a bunch of songs listed. Who's Elvis? The only way to really prove that it's a Frisbee is to throw it. Mom's going to be really mad. Not only is her precious vase shattered, but the Elvis is totally destroyed. Harmony, I think I know what that Elvis thing was. I remember Dad talking about vinyl and records. Flat objects that when placed on machines that spun around with a needle, it actually played music. Isn't that weird? Also, that some of these objects are worth a lot of money. Do you think that Elvis thing was worth a lot of money? Let me Google this. Here we go. Let's call Vinyl Record Dude. He looks like some sort of flat object superhero. It says that he specializes in these things called records. He buys and sells them and has hundreds of thousands in stock and is always on the hunt for the ultimate collection. He's our guy. Go to www.vinylrecorddude.com. What was that again? www.vinylrecorddude.com. Thanks, Vinyl Record Dude. We may not be in double trouble after all. Thanks, Vinyl Record Dude. Hi, this is Jaden Scoville, host of Today's Healthy Kids. And this is our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 18-year-old Esmit and 15-year-old Domingo Sanchez-Gonzalez, both Hispanic. They went missing from their hometown of Lewisburg, North Carolina, August 8, 2008. Esmit is 5 foot tall, weighing 140 pounds, black hair and brown eyes. Domingo is 4 foot 4 inches tall and weighing 130 pounds. This appears to be a family abduction and may be in the company of their father and may have traveled to Mexico. Domingo has a scar on his left knee. If you know of Esme or Domingo's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Esme and Domingo, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. You will see Esme's picture progressed to 18 years and Domingo's picture age progressed to 14 years. Thank you. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids. Real Talk Radio. Do you sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the rest of the Paper Hope Street Team are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's the Paper Hope Street Team. Good afternoon and welcome to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Erica and you're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Today we're talking about uh, our new school year resolutions which is very interesting. And we have uh, Yvonne on hey. set. And her friend JC. Hey. And Mrs. T. Hola. We're all here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's been a crazy day already. It has. Oh, gosh. Um, so 
the whole concept we're going with today is as kids, uh, we've all come to the consensus that, you know, New Year's, as an adult, maybe Tamara or our wonderful producer Perry, who's here, by the way. Yay, Yay Perry! <laughs> um, maybe they will see, you know, July, or July, January 1st. Excuse me, guys. January 1st, that's the new year um, for them. And, you know, adults make all these resolutions, and sometimes we as kids are like, yeah, me too, I'm going to eat right and exercise. Especially us when, like, our... Our metabolisms are slowing down, and I'm scared I'm going to get fat. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> Erica. <laughs> I don't think you could get fat. But, yeah. I still look at school as my new year. You know, we just started a new yeah. school year, and this is the time when I'm really, like, starting fresh. It's yep. a new place for, well, kind of. It's a new year and all that stuff. So we decided that it would be cool. It's actually inspired by my friend Kayla, who you guys all probably remember. Um new school year resolutions instead of new year's resolutions it's sort of the same thing um <laughs> we all have really similar ones we kind of took a census within the group um so maybe we can share some right now uh for me you know i just started college my first day was like tuesday so i just kind of have um going from the high school life to the college life is a big like smack in the face culture shock so i really want to be more open-minded with things um i know that at some point, I'm going to end up taking, like, a world religions class or a philosophy class, and it's going to smack me in the face because I am a very religious person. I do hold my Christianity really dear to my heart. So going into this class is going to, like, I need to stay open-minded so I don't get frustrated and then, like, fail or fall behind or something bad. It's going to yeah. be awesome. I'm excited, though. <laughs> it's going to be so awesome. For me, um, organization is my biggest thing because if I'm organized and I have my classes set and I have my books set and I know what days I'm going to do homework and what hours I'm going to do homework, that makes everything so much easier to me. And this resolution keeps me in line as well as making me productive, and that's why I like it so very much. It's yeah, a good one. I'm very uh, concerned about staying organized. I'm in college, too, and, uh, you know, balancing my schoolwork and my online classes and my jobs and all that stuff like it's very stressful so staying organized and like staying on track with me more of like my daily schedule I'm a planner like Tamara would say (laughs) (laughs) I want to have my plan like I'm okay with deviating but yeah um and sticking to my budget's very important for me right now um I also I know I'm not necessarily starting at a new school like maybe JC and Yvonne are or maybe yeah. anyone that's, you know, just going into high school or maybe starting middle school. But I still have goals for myself of making new friends in my new classes. And um, what's especially important to me is maintaining my relationships um, yeah. it, at home in Phoenix because I live in Tempe now. Um, and we talked about this last show. So there's a lot of resolutions and goals, maybe you can call them. For everyone. I think time management is kind of like a big important one that everyone should kind of almost focus on because balancing school, I have almost basically a full-time job and then I have 20 plus hours I spend at my church a week. So it's really hard for me to balance that and then having, maintaining these relationships with the people that are close to me. So that, and it goes, it definitely goes all across the spectrum. Later on, we'll talk more about how all of these resolutions go across all these different age brackets, but time management You know, um, probably in middle school, that's when you start having more freedom to go hang out with your friends. And it's important to 
manage, you know, school time, study time, if you're involved in like a sport or a hobby, making sure that, you know, this is a skill that goes all the way across. In high school, um, I know when I was a senior, I had a half day and I loved oh, to spend me. like my second half of the day taking naps. Yeah. What's which I a half a day idea. in that nap word? I don't know what that is. A nap. <laughs> yeah. Naps are me. Those so are nice. <laughs> what are those? <laughs> Best thing. Um, it's very important to learn these back to school resolutions when you're younger and that's why you have them so you learn them so you do develop like good time management to carry you through upper years yeah so important yeah so um and then something else we also realize is really important no matter you know what your age you're at whether you're entering college or you're getting into middle school or finishing up elementary school um parents play a really big role in this because we learn to make these resolutions from our parents when, you know, maybe we see mom making a resolution to lose five pounds or whatever, eat healthy, dad go to the gym, you know, stick to our budget. It's all things that we can really emulate and we learn by making these smaller, more relevant resolutions to ourselves. And yeah. in the same way that parents teach us to do this and can like show us good habits for keeping resolutions, I think it's really important for parents to support our resolutions as well. Yeah, and I are. think many years, uh, parents don't even notice that a new school year is a new resolution. And so because they're so focused on J January 1st being their resolution time, so they don't see their kids as a back-to-school res resolution. Therefore, they have to now acknowledge this resolution and help their kids at it. Yeah, they often play a big role in the decisions we make in our curricular, um, extracurricular and like school life. So... Yeah, so um, just to kind of brush over parents' roles in our new school year's resolutions, um, a lot of, something we agreed on was advice, and yeah. <laughs> advice is kind of It's hard. a dodgy one. Yes, no matter what age. age. Yes, um, and I guess, like, okay, so when I'm, I'm in college, and when my mom gives me advice, it's on things like, <laughs> don't walk outside by yourself at night, don't blow all your money on this like eating out at restaurants because i live in like a big popular city she's like you know go to the grocery store buy things on sale she's really helpful with that yeah. and i'm really reluctant sometimes to take her other advice such <laughs> as how to organize my refrigerator i'm like mom no I, it's my refrigerator um but so i kind of uh decided that i am or maybe I realized that the time I'm most open to my mom's advice is when she's helping me out. For instance, she's helping me pay for my groceries. Then I'm like, okay, mom, you can tell me what to buy because, you know. And I think yeah, with that, too, like once your parents help you and that makes you open to the advice, like with me, with my college books, it was so awful because I, like, I got all the wrong books and I just didn't know what to do. So Aww. the first thing I did was call my mom's like, mom, please help me. What do I do? And she's like, okay, I help you all these other times. Just calm down. And this is what you do. And it was just so helpful and so very, very good in my life. But she also wasn't the kind of mom that was like, you need to do this and this and this and this is right away. Like she let you come to her when you needed like that, that. Exactly. help in that time of need so. and because she has helped me so many times before like I knew I could come to her yeah did you feel a lot of pressure like from your mom signing up for school like you have to sign up now uh, I didn't have any pressure 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 I had like negative like I didn't even realize like what was going on um when I the only thing she really helped me with was when I was I had to do my FAFSA uh -huh. and you need your parents like information for that so she did my FAFSA like I'm thankful for that because I don't even know what fast is confusing. still, and I have it. Like, <laughs> like I don't even know. Like financial stuff, I'm just like mind blown. Like I don't know. So she did that, and that was very, very helpful. That's probably the only thing she really like anticipated for me. It was more me and one of my close friends. Like, 
she like messaged me she's like hey i'm going to gcc today do you want to come with me and i was like yes like i need to get enrolled so we got enrolled in like april got all our classes our schedule everything everything was just more me initiated not my mom helping me and i'm kind of thankful for that because i go into the enrollment center and i see like these parents like walking their kids into like the get to get their classes and to get their picture and all this stuff and i'm like really like you're in college now like you need to branch off See, my mom, she um, was the voice of reason, so every day she's like, so did you talk to GCC today? So, honey, are you going to the school? But she never came with me. Yeah. She's like, you can handle it. You're a kid. I'm done holding your hand. But she was still that voice of reason for me. She still gave me that advice, like, you might want to do this kind of soon. Yeah. That's See, I think that's the best thing, to be the in-between. Like, not necessarily holding your kid by the hand and, like, going and doing it with them or for them, but you know, being that voice in there, yeah. you know, to guide them. It's like the time where, like, birds have to, like, push their babies out of the nest. Like, go fly, <laughs> fly away. Like, that's, like, how I can think about Don't it. Don't push your kid out of the tree, okay? It's time to fly, guys. <laughs> that's that a bad literal thing. the most important part, too. Did this, yeah. do you guys see this go over into high school? Because Tamara and I were talking, and I kind of see the same thing at a different level when I was in high school, like, going to the dentist or the orthodontist or the doctor. <laughs> I turned, like, 17, you know, I was driving. My mom was like, I don't have to go with you anymore. You're a big girl. Go to your appointment yourself. And I think that kind of fosters the whole... And prepares you for college. Little baby steps, too. I think as parents, we're hopefully... You know, you're giving your children little baby steps to Start little with tasks. Appointments, yeah. Then go to the college. Well, we started with like getting your own ice cream, you know, yeah. <laughs> you ordering your own meals at lunch, yes. like things like that. I still make my mom order my meals. But we'll pick this up um, after the break. But for now, let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. out opinions fresh opinions right here on voice america kids if a rash develops while listening do not discontinue use you're listening to voice america kids have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings of the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. You're listening to Paper Hope Street Team. I'm Erica, and today we're talking about our new school year resolutions. Um, It's kind of along the lines of New Year's resolutions, but we have come to the realization that we as kids um, focus more on the new school year as our time to restart, uh, renew, make new goals and things for ourselves, whereas maybe our parents, adults in our lives, are... um, 
starting at the actual new year. But this is a really cool time to realize like what you want to do when you start fresh, even yeah. if you're going back to the same school. Um, so, so far, we basically just went over all of our own resolutions, if you're just coming into the show. Um, and we're kind of talking about parents' roles right now mm -hmm. in our New Year's resolution, our new school year's resolutions. Because um, it's really important as parents, because uh, parents are, you know, who we're emulating these resolutions from. So, um, even though we're kind of all at the college level right here, but it kind of goes across the whole board. Well, yeah. parents stay parents your whole entire life. However, how involved they are is a transition between different age yeah. groups. Well, it should be. We're going to talk about <laughs> that. It should, it should be. be. Hint, hint. So, like, when parents, for instance, parents are trying to give us advice. Maybe when we're young, you know, it's like, mommy knows best. Like, mommy, pick out my outfits, mommy, mommy. Like, I'm okay with that when I was yeah. Second I'm grade, really like younger. Lindsay. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking like, you know, maybe fourth grade was the last time I let my mom, you know, oh, you should wear this to school. And you were very kind at fourth grade to let yes. your mom pick your outfit out. Yeah, I was like, uh, okay, like, you know, mom knows best. But then we get into fifth grade, sixth grade. And we big. talked about this last show. This is kind of where it all starts. Yeah. You know, there's like these hormonal changes we're going through. <laughs> Boy, boys are suddenly shorter than girls because, you know, that's just how yeah. it all works. And it's very strange. Weird. And all of a sudden, people are coming to realize that they have identities and reputations and things like that. And I don't know if you guys know, but fifth and sixth grade can be an unforgiving it's ridiculous grace period. Yeah, no, yeah. Grace period. I think it's awful. Um, so, like, kids start wanting, uh, we want to dress ourselves. Um, we really break away from our parents' definition of who we are. And, for some time, like for some kids whose parents maybe cling tightly, uh, it's like more of a rebellion thing, and um, some parents will see that as like, oh my gosh, no, don't wear black, my baby. Yes, um, but don't then change. other black. times it's just, and I think a lot of times this more than often gets mistaken for rebellion. It's just that we feel lost in trying to develop who we are because. Even though, like, looking back now, I look back at my younger stepsister who's at this age or maybe Tamara looking at her kids, like, why do you feel lost? Like, you know who you are. You're my baby. You're, you know, it's too easy almost yeah. to not know your place in school. I totally remember it. I'm, you know, I like pointing out how old I am. I, I remember, I remember this very distinctly being in fifth grade, and I remember... You know, I wore cowboy boots to school. I wore Wranglers. I rode horses. I wore T-shirts with imprints of horses. And I thought that was, like, awesome. <laughs> and it wasn't until the boy I was crushing on looked at me and said, why do you wear horse T-shirts to school? And I was so upset. I was like, because I like them. And he was like, oh. Like, that was the worst thing I could have worn was a horse T-shirt in this guy's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> It sucked so bad. It was it was at that moment that I realized that my identity mattered. And, like, my yeah. identity that I thought was cool apparently wasn't cool to everybody else yeah. was in fifth grade. Yeah, we definitely – our identity becomes, you know, shockingly evident to us. It's really – at this point, it's when we want to identify ourselves mostly yeah. to, like – find our place find friends. our where we fit yeah. and you know friends are changing like weekly like i remember yeah. jc a few nights ago we were talking about her friends back in florida how like they'd kick someone else out oh, every yep. week That's and then they'd have clicks. someone new and 
it's oh, yeah. weird. It's, it's brutal. And sometimes. it's intense, especially um, going through that transition uh, and finding out that you have an identity now and then dealing with, like, your friends kicking you out of a group. That's probably the worst yeah. part of fifth and sixth grade. I feel like your identity the movie, lost. the movie The Click was more, like, applied for me when I was in sixth grade than I, when I was when through all through high school. Like, yes. That's kind of the, the gracefulness of our high school because yeah. of the diversity. It was great. But I, I feel like a lot of other high schools don't have that luxury. Um, like so, mine. you know, at oh, this good. fifth, sixth grade, um, you know, we're really trying to um, impress ourselves upon others, whether it be if you're a girl, a girl to fit in or, you know, to impress a boy that you have a crush on or vice versa, boys trying to impress girls fit in with the boys. So it can be really difficult for us. Um, and so we have some resolutions for our fifth and sixth grade listeners here. Um, you should definitely know that it's going to be hard. Like, no, you don't have to impress anyone. That you can be yourself. That you are who you are, and um, know that you will get through it. Like, if something happens, if you get kicked out of your first click ever, like you thought you found <laughs> yourself, you identified yourself with other girls, and all of a sudden they all hate you. Like, it's going yeah. to be okay. It's just, it's a dark hour. Benefit story. I was in fifth grade, and the popular girl. Oh my gosh, she was. Everyone was like, "Oh, we had like this one click, and there was three girls in it, and they let me in their click, and I was like hanging out with them, and I thought I was so cool." And then the, like the leader, I guess, of the click was like, "Go put my jacket in the lunchbox in the cafeteria," and I was like, "No, do it yourself. I'm not your slave." <laughs> and I got kicked out like right then. <laughs> but when eight like, oh, I almost said her name. I don't want to say her name. But the girl like walked off, and then the other two girls were like really just did that no one's ever stood up to her before and they're like you're awesome but then they were never allowed to talk to me again but like oh, i felt pretty cool that? i didn't even care i was like i don't need you like it's, fine it's, next quick it's funny that whole like you can't be friends with her if you're friends with me type thing yeah that used to annoy me to all ends and like i have seen that happen in high school so girls know that this is ever present. You will always have yeah. to deal with it. It so happens in the workplace. Sadly. I mean, I just yeah. want to let you know that it just happens forever. It's stupid. So make the it resolution is. now in fifth and sixth grade and <laughs> yes. learn from it. Deal with it. Parents, you know, teach your kids like, hey, this is going to happen. This is how you should take it. Don't take it bad. Don't cry yourself in the bathrooms. Take it very well. My mom always taught me that if someone's making you choose between two things, Pick the other thing, not them, because <laughs> they're the awful that's person that's advice. making you choose. That's great advice. <laughs> uh, so also, you know, along the line of listening to your parents' advice, that's what we really want to get home here right now is um, at this age, you know, it's really easy to stray from your parents, especially as you keep going through school. But just know that you can go to your parent because chances are at this age they are your main mentor. And yeah. parents, as advice to them, um, we just – we, if, if, you know, it's coming from Tamara too here, but, um, you know, reach out to them and understand them. And most of all, probably try not to mold them into the person, you know, wearing the clothes you want them to wear, things like that. Just listen to them because the best thing you can do is let them know that you're there for them. Just be their voice of reason. Like you give them all the knowledge you have and let them do with it what, like what they please. So yeah. if you give them good advice and they're in a situation, they're going to use that advice not like push the advice on them exactly. or they'll learn from the mistakes, mistakes that they made so yeah so then we get into seventh and eighth grade um that's like a lot of new oh freedom yeah seventh <laughs> grade it's kind of scary because it's almost like high school like getting into a new 
place and yeah. it's a little because you're like oh geez i'm, I'm a sevy or whatever Sevies. Sevies. you Top get to dogs. hang out with your friends you get to go places on the weekends uh great skate you go stay at your girlfriend's house big fish in a little pond and there's something interesting too about um, all ages but this age in particular that we didn't talk about earlier was that kids in this age are emulating three to five years older than what they really are. Yes. Oh, Think definitely. about that for a second. So yeah. There was a lot of scary stuff when I went into middle school. There were those few kids who were like, you know, quote unquote, making out with yeah. other people. And I was like, oh, what? Yeah. what I'm afraid about? it's more than that because You're they're crazy. emulating older behavior. Yeah. I mean, when it's I was 13, worse. I thought I was 16. I walked around like, I'm 16. I know what I'm doing. I just don't have a car. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that's my point exactly. Wearing high heels to school. Oh, my gosh, I did girls. that every day. I wore high heels. <laughs> I was like, seventh I remember grade. the guy <laughs> I was crushing on was like, do you always wear high heels? I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I? Like, <laughs> I had my heels were like one inch high at that point. Because I'm getting like, the keys to my apartment tomorrow. I know. <laughs> Sign of my lease. Heels. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, seventh and eighth grade, it's like maybe to use Yvonne's term earlier, it's a big culture shock. <laughs> and like, you also have more freedoms in it. Growing. Yeah. yeah, so you definitely like get to go out more often. Um, I remember when I was younger, my mom used to tell me all the time, like, you can go stay at your friend's house, but I trust you. And that would just stay in my mind. So my friend would be like, oh, you want to sneak out tonight? Do you, do you just want to go across the street and just sneak out? And I'd be like, no, my mom trusts me. Like, I can't, <laughs> I, I can't do that. I kid you not, I was the same girl. I was like, oh, my gosh, my mom, like, her, her voice, it, like, rings in your head. Oh, like, definitely. I trust you. And right? I'm like, so then when oh I would, like, gosh. get on the verge of doing something bad, I like, sneaking out into the backyard of my friend Maggie's house, I would be like, oh, my God, if my mom finds out, she doesn't trust me anymore. I know. Oh, my gosh. I was the same way. I was like, her head was, was in my, her mind was thing. in my head. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. But for now, let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen. Keep it right here. We're listening to Voice America Kids. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Erica, and you're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. 
today we're talking about a new school year resolutions um, for all of us who are still in school. Um, okay, so we just talked about seventh and eighth grade, um, and we we're kind of just brush getting into this, um, talking about how at this point it's it's sort of like high school because it's like you know you're thrown into like the new pond and there's. New kids. It's a little bit smaller, but that's kind of, like, what makes it more scary. Um, there's, like, all this crazy new stuff happening, and kids are trying yeah. to be a lot older than they are. Right, because you're still really young, really, really young in 7th and 8th grade, even though you think you're really older. Like, yeah. Yvonne, who's getting the keys to her apartment and wearing her pumps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had a 2-year-old brother, so when I was in 7th grade, and he was in ninth grade, I walked around like I was in ninth grade, and I knew all of his ninth grade buddies, so I was like, this is me, I'm older, you know? So it's just that mentality that you have when you're that age. So, yeah. and to parents, it's kind of like, this. don't get offended, but like, no matter how much you want to say, like, not my kid, or, you know, yeah. this isn't, yeah. this doesn't apply, it's, something's going to happen. Whether, yeah. you know, they get, you know, wrong place, wrong time, they get dragged into the wrong click just by, you know, accident. Yeah. Something's going to happen, and it's really scary at this age, because this is when kids start wanting to, like, alienate themselves from their parents, because for me, I saw my mom, this is when my mom and I started having the most conflict my mom and I will talk about this to no end. I have had, when I was 13, like when I was this age, my mom and I just, I just had wanted nothing to do with her because I felt like she was more Attacking my disciplinary yeah. figure yeah, yeah, than my friend at all. It's a all. hard balance. It's and a, sorry, finish. That's okay, no. Yeah. Uh, I just <sighs> wanted to say that like the craziness is totally normal. It's Yeah, it's everyone, expected. Yeah. I mean, it should be expected. I think parents should take a deep breath and just kind of relax into it because you are going to fight this this child that you knew through like you know birth all the way through fifth and sixth grade is going to become a prickly pear like yeah. it's just going to happen definitely yeah. be the voice of reason like not saying not to discipline them right because obviously if they do something they deserve discipline but try to be their voice of reason before they do something bad to keep them from that yeah i think it's really important to say to you know be to maybe lend advice be a gentle leader yeah nurture your relationship at this point because it's it, like my relationship with my mom is an example. If you push your kid away by like, you know, trying to be so, I don't know how to really word it, but like trying to be so forceful and making them be like restrictive. Good. Yeah. Right. Too restrictive. Um, this is most important, like nurture the relationship because when I was in seventh grade and I got my first boyfriend, instead of my mom disciplining me and like pushing me away, she's like, come here, child, like talk to me about it. And because of that seventh grade year with my mom and how we grew closer, we're like as tight as we can be now. And it's all because of that peak in our relationship. I could probably say that I see the overlap in the way my mom and I argued then and the way we argue now because <laughs> mm -hmm. The, the relationship between a parent and their child, especially between moms and daughters, is so fragile at that point because it's the point kind of, of I want to say, no return at this age because, I mean, when they get a little older, they'll come back when they get out of the phase. Yep. Um, and kids, I know you want to deny. It's not a phase, but <laughs> trust me. It's a phase. I was you. It, I look at myself and I'm like, wow, I was kind of a brat. But, <laughs> yeah. like, your right. relationship is so fragile, and I think it's important for kids to, like, hang on to your relationship with your mom because you will learn so much more from your mom by not breaking her rules Hang <laughs> and on to your having the freedoms. Too. And yeah. Yvonne gave some really good advice right here. And it's that 
you have these new freedoms and your parents are going to let you have privileges. Yeah. So if you do not abuse your privileges now, <laughs> they will give you more. Later on. Or you'll have none, as my brother did. So It's so true. And I can speak as the mom in the room. It, it is absolutely true. And they, your rules may seem ridiculous. Like your mom's just kind of trying to get a clue as to what's going on. Because, you know, she still thinks you're her baby in seventh and eighth grade. So let her test the waters a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. you might have to roll your eyes to yourself and sigh and stuff and pomp in your room, but like mm-hmm. let her test the waters. Once she realizes you're not going to break the rules, you'll get more. And yeah. don't break the rules. Be responsible. <laughs> I promise yeah. you'll get more. So then all these new, you know, responsibilities, this all comes, um, well, I guess new privileges is coming in ninth and 10th grade right after that. Trust me, Middle school's like a blur to me now that it's over. It went so fast, but it was so crazy. Like, I can remember all these crazy things the kids were doing and I heard about, and it just got worse when I got into high school. It was like, again, like right away, starting at a new place. Um, I felt really afraid going to freshman year, and I think everyone does. Yep. I can remember even back when I started. I It's so cliche. I felt like I was going to get stuffed in a locker. Yeah. I mean, I was so afraid of being bullied Freshman going into brownies. high school. Yeah. Everything from fifth to eighth grade leads up for high school. And the way the parents uh, hold the back-to-school resolutions are really put into effect when you're in high school. Yeah. So much is different from when our parents were in high school from when we were in high school. Like, my mom would talk about people getting trash canned and hazed yep. and all this stuff. I didn't see any of that happen until my senior yeah. year when one of my friends, like, taped a freshman to a pole. Like, that was the only thing I ever seen all through high school for a freshman Friday or you something fear, like that. Because we're fearing, at this point, we're fearing the unknown. And, like, we yeah. hear yes. stories from our friends, like, not saying they're trying to scare us per se, but maybe it's something they heard from another friend or, you know, this freak yeah. incident that happened and everyone knows about. Like, all the bullying, the rumors, chances are that the hype is probably scarier than anything that's going to yeah. happen to you between ninth and 10th grade. Definitely. I mean, you may feel like an outcast. You may feel like a nobody because all these upperclassmen have the limelight, but trust us. Don't be afraid and don't let the, you know, insecurity or not knowing, you know, your identity, not feeling like you fit in quite well. Don't let it keep you from like trying new things and try like, doing what you yeah. want to do. I know that, like, maybe you feel like you can't, whatever, join the cheer squad because you're you're a little nerd. Like, you're in AP classes. You're like, oh, God, like, they're going to judge me. You know me. what? They're not going to. That was me, too. And I joined the cheer team. I mean, like, be that nerd and get on the cheer team. Yeah. Well, going, <laughs> break the boundaries. Going That's into true. freshman year is hard because, you know, it's a new school. Whether you're going there with people you already know, like you're getting new classes, you're meeting new people, and that's really hard. So I think a good back-to-school resolution is to be nice, to make friends, to open up, and I think parents should stress that as well. Like friendship's going to be really important. Accountability is going to be important throughout high school. Yeah. I felt so yeah. big when I was a freshman, and now like I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I was like, I was like tiny. I was 13. Yeah, you're young. Thrown in with like 18 year olds, right? Yeah, I was 13 years old going Let's into high school, so it was I I was super young, and I think of myself between like age gap between freshman and senior year, and then senior year, which ended in May to now August, I'm a completely different person. Like four months, like four months, I've changed like everything about me. Like it's mm-hmm. crazy the time gap that it's so big. It's very big, and I want to pause on that for a minute because Rio went to school or 
obviously Rio was in school with you, but she joined the cheer line as a what sophomore or mm-hmm. freshman? Yeah, I can't sophomore. Re- sophomore. I think so. So what is she? Fourteen at that point? Fourteen or fifteen? Around then, yeah. Yeah, and the the difference in age between she was on varsity four years yeah Yeah. so she's you know this young on the varsity line and the stuff she would come home and tell me that was going on on the varsity line was absolutely bananas you yeah i i remember hearing about i i wasn't quite on cheer but i was friends a lot of my friends were cheerleaders you know i was probably a junior at that time and i can remember some of the things that i would hear from these girls mouths and i was like oh my god like yeah, to Yvonne's point, you yeah. are absolutely correct. So, yeah, resolution might be to just recognize your age and be okay with it. Because when you're walking in as a freshman, it's really okay to be a, a freshman. freshman. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be a freshman at some point. That's, Wear your big that's something that I kind of <laughs> like to point out. I swear, it's back, really okay. Yeah, back in high school, I remember like all the girls I would hang out with once I was a junior, and we felt so awesome because we were Best finally forever. Yeah, finally <laughs> upperclassmen. We ruled the school, like whatever. Uh. Seniors were still more important than us. We were nobodies, whatever. But we were like, oh, freshmen are so annoying. And I was like, you know what? You were an annoying freshman. Like I remember you. You were that girl. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, I was never like that. And it's chances are you were a freshman at some point yeah, and you definitely. were <laughs> I definitely was that annoying freshman I'm just gonna put it out there everyone has the privilege of being an annoying freshman so at embrace some point. it just be that annoying freshman and just really enjoy it the best thing to do I I do this all the time I take all four senior or senior freshman junior sophomore IDs and I like lay them out so you can see the picture from when I was a freshman all the way to my senior year, and I'm like a completely looking different person, completely. Like everyone's like, "That's you," and I'm like, "Ah, no, yeah." Not <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I want to like scribble my pictures out of people's earbuds. I know. It's like I'm never took. Oh my gosh, don't even get me started. I'm never taking a good picture on those things. Okay, let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen. <laughs> Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. It's almost showtime. Tune into Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team.
Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. You're listening to Paper Hope Street Team. I'm Erica, and today we're talking about new school year resolutions um, on the topic of New Year's resolutions in May. Is it May? No, it's August. not May. It's <laughs> August. Sorry, guys. Our brains are everywhere today. Well, maybe. Just uh, it's back to school week. That's why. Back to uh, school. Crazy week. Yes. But, okay, so we're talking about getting into high school. Most of us are a little bit past this point, but this is... This is our reminiscing, our advice to you. Um, so we know that there's a lot of new stuff happening. It's really scary. It's kind of like middle school all over again, but times 10. And God knows that middle school was like the scariest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't let it scare you because, you know, like we said, the hype of things, freshman Fridays, you know, the yeah. upperclassmen, it's probably scarier than the things that are going to happen to you. But just in case something does happen because – even though I'm saying this now, chances are you are going to have some kind of crisis happen to you in high school. Oh, yeah. And what happens if that does happen? What do you do? I um, cried to my mom. <laughs> right. That's get all a, I did. I went home and cried. My mom was like, it's okay. Cry to someone. Get a mentor somehow. I mean, um, that should be a resolution to find yourself a mentor within freshman and sophomore year that can carry you through all four years of high school. If it's your mom, great. That's a good person. If it's your best friend, um, try and work on that. Try to find someone older who's been through things, you know, but it's yeah. very, very important to find that mentor. I highly recommend to all of you to get more than just your mother as a mentor. Yeah, I have many. Women. I highly recommend it. it. And not just someone in your same age bracket either, because having your best friend around is like super great, but your best friend might be swimming in the same problems that you're yeah. swimming in. So by finding a mentor that's different than your mom or a family member kind of protects you from, you because know, Because your mom's culture. emotionally invested exactly. in it yeah. as well. So their Third party. point of view skewed and trying to This person you. could be someone at your church. This person could be someone at the university or at school, a counselor, a teacher. Mine was an older cousin. An she was she, a little bit removed from your yes, immediate household. Definitely. Someone um, you can confide in. But the, these are people who are older who have swam in the same pool that you've swam in and have been able to survive it and got to the other side of it and have critical information that can help you navigate through these problems. Yeah, like my older cousin, for instance, or, you know, I go to my mom sometimes. There's actually an older girl. She was probably, like, two grades above me, and I had been going to her since uh, I met her when I was in middle school, um, and she was being a freshman, and I just met her by chance through a couple of friends. But she, I remember I looked up to her so much, and whenever I had a problem... I didn't even have to necessarily explain it to her, but I would go to her and just be like, hey, like, you know, it, you know, how did you survive this? And she would kind of just show me the light because my friends were kind of still blind like me feeling around in the cave trying to find a way out. (laughs) I think with your friends too, because if you're having a problem with other friends, your friends are emotionally connected to it. So if you like this boy, but your best friend also likes that boy, she's gonna be like, no he's not right for you and not going to like help you with the problem at hand and sometimes especially in the beginning of high school things bad things happen they happen a lot and you kind of need someone at the end of the tunnel to be your light to show you the way out Mm -hmm. and I also want to just mention too to moms not to be affronted by this because I have I have talked with moms who are like but why is my baby talking with blah 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 about blah 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 she should talk to me about about this yeah. Take a deep breath and realize that, yes, your daughter loves you very, very much, but there are some things in your daughter's life that she's going to need to talk to other people about, and mm-hmm. that's going to be okay. Yeah. I think one thing that I can kind of, like, give advice about is in our youth group as youth, as adult leaders, 
Um, we are trained to get two people that are above you that you can mentor, uh, that can mentor you and help you in the times of need. Two people beside you um, that can be there for you because they're and kind of facing it. And then you. two people behind you that you can mentor as well as, as you walked in their footsteps. And I think that can apply to like any situation, like especially like high school and these t problems. Like find people that have experienced already, people that are experiencing it with you, and then pick up that freshman. Like make an impact in their life, help them out. Like, and so if important. you're that freshman being helped, help out a seventh grader. Be yeah. that mentor. Be the mentor. That's definitely our largest piece of advice. So, you know, if, you know, when something happens, if and when, maybe it won't, you know, go to your mentor, keep your calm, keep your wits about you, hold your head up high, you know, embrace your friendships, but still, you know, you can seek out, make sure you do seek out mentorship. It's so much better than trying to take advice from, other people who are in the same boat yeah. i mean it no. may seem like a good idea at the time but i can look back and say goodness gracious i wish that i hadn't taken my best friend's advice all it does i can tell you from an outside perspective looking back is that it just makes it spin mm -hmm. you never move forward you just continually spin and it creates drama sometimes you're listening to the voice america kids network the show is paper hope street team i'm erica and today we're talking about our new school year resolutions kind of a tongue twister um, and we're just kind of summing up, you know, the underclassmen part of high school. It's really scary, and it's it's the point where you're really fitting, trying to fit into your friend groups. And at the same time as trying to hold on to your friends, we really want you to seek out maybe an upperclassman mentor yeah. or an older adult friend, adult uh, family member that's not in your immediate family, like I kept on saying my cousin. Um, and parents at this point... Um, the best advice that we've come up with is to be involved, but not necessarily know, want to know constantly the immediate, like, who, what, when, where, why. Um, you can, like, be a part of the things that they're involved in. Like, maybe if they're in a sport, you know, go to the football games, go to their softball games, things like that. Yeah. Invite their friends over. Feeling that support is great. Yeah, and support their friendships, too. That way, you're, you know, you're supporting the good ones, you know, how make their friends welcome at your home. Um, so that way too, when you're around your kids' friends, then you kind of already know them and you don't have to constantly be yeah. asking. <laughs> oh my and gosh, that's so important. You can pick up on their own character and see who your child's actually exactly. hanging around We with. talk about this all the time. It's really very important for parents to know your children's friends and their names and what's going on so that you can say, Hey, you know, you know, Rio, you were hanging out with Yvonne the other day and you're kind of down. Are you guys okay? Like, what's up? Yeah, definitely. You know, by name. <laughs> by then. Asking, who, who are you talking to? Who is that person? Especially when you, like, know the history, too, of friendships. I remember my mom would yeah. want to, she would be so nice and try and, like, help me out. But I would start to explain a story to her, like, this girl did this and I'm so upset. And then she'd be like, wait. Who did Why does that? that matter? Like, right. and then I'd have to go through all the background. It was just so frustrating. It's and exhausting. it makes such a big difference for the parents. It does. Like my I, mom, she knows every name, she knows every face, she knows every situation. She's you tell her once and she's got it. Yeah, like I always Important. tell this story, even with <laughs> going no. to my friend's house. Oh, no. Tamara's gonna crack up. Anthony, every time I had to go to Anthony's house, or I didn't have to. I just wanted to go to Anthony's house, and I would be like, "Mom, okay, we're all going over to Anthony's," and she would be like. She would be like, oh, uh, who's Anthony? Who's, well, not in that voice. She'd be like, who's Anthony? Where does he live? What are, what are you guys doing there? What, oh my God. I who know is Anthony he? Do better. I know him? What are his parents like? And I'd be like, oh, my Lord, Mom. I tell you, <laughs> I I'm Anthony going to better. Anthony's every <laughs> single weekend. 
Tamara knows <laughs> know Anthony, Anthony better than my Anthony. own mom. And Tamara's never met Anthony. I don't even know if Tamara's ever seen a picture of I Anthony. Probably am. But she probably knows Anthony better because every single time I'm like, Mom, please, just Anthony. It's the same name every single weekend. Just remember. So best advice. Best advice. Please try to familiarize yourself with your kids stories and their names and remember things it makes them more comfortable to come to you too like i know i can be like hey mom yvonne said this and my mom will know exactly oh yvonne your roommate got it i have an easy tactic for parents and for kids so kids if your parents aren't remembering your friends names ask them if you can have like a holiday party or like a birthday party or something and just invite all of your friends over and moms when parent when the friends come to the door greet them at the door hello friend nice to meet you robert nice to meet you anthony nice to meet you <laughs> and then you know take some pictures at the party so that you can now associate names and faces i mean this is what we've done in in our house for years definitely cuz if i if my mom had like come to me and said hey what's going on with Anthony I would be like <laughs> I'd be like oh you know who he is and I'd like to spill my guts about everything in There's the world that's been going level. on and so we're kind of running out of time but this totally runs over into 11th and 12th grade you know I'm you shot. get all these new like driving you get a job this is when you're truly a young adult and at this point you really have a history you have a reputation at school and you kind of have your established group of friends and it's important to remember this is your our resolutions for you Remember that you can reinvent yourself if you feel it's necessary, even though you have a reputation and you have a history. Um, But at the same time, you should embrace who you are and what you're good at and own those things. Um, Manage your responsibilities and your social life. It's really important. Like, it's great to have those responsibilities, and we really want you to have those and manage them well. But at the same time, don't forget about your social life. Learn to balance them. And parents can play a big help in this, um, you know, kind of giving you advice, um, how to maneuver things, maybe how to create your schedule. My mom was really helpful with that. Um, Don't be afraid to take risks. Um, You're your own person, so don't let labels and insecurities hold you back or define you. Um, And like we always say, be a mentor. That's the most important thing um, Yvonne was saying at, you know, go to that freshman, that sophomore that you maybe already are acquainted with that you know and help them through these tough times. Be that person on campus. Oh, I think we're done, you guys. Thank you so much for listening every week. Anything else from you guys? Have a good school year. Have yeah. a good Twitter. school year. Create your resolutions. Email us at info at paperhope.com. <laughs> I don't know where we're <laughs> that's at. That's right. On the Facebook. On the, <laughs> on Twitter, the Facebook. Twitter, paper Hope. Paper on the Twitter. <laughs> Love you guys. Good week. Bye. Good week. Bye. Have a good time. Remember. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We continue to cry for help, and all you can do is laugh? Love it. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Hey, thanks for listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bye for now.